BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Crystal Knight and welcome back to the show brought to you by Newsweek. Many of you know, or you may not know, but I do political commentary on a number of cable news outlets and sometimes on internet shows. And last week, I was on News Nation's Dan Abrams show. And the segment was about if Kamala Harris should continue to be Joe Biden's running mate. You heard that right. Should she continue to be his running mate? And before I get into exactly how I feel and explaining my thoughts, I think it's important to hear from the host of the show about the framing and the question. Last week on the show, I had the temerity to question, based on Vice President Kamala Harris's low poll numbers, whether Democrats and President Biden should consider picking a different vice presidential candidate for 2024. And for posing the question... I've been skewered by many on social media and on my radio show, some accusing me of being a racist. I questioned why it seems few on the left are focusing on this based on President Biden's age and mental acuity. Now, typically, a vice president wouldn't be a make or break issue for a sitting president. Unless, of course, people are concerned that said president may not be able to finish out his term, which is exactly the case here. A majority of Americans polled say they think President Biden will not finish a second term and instead believe that Vice President Harris would end up taking over at some point. So I pointed to Harris's approval rating, which in the past month in six polls has ranged from 35 percent to 43 percent. She's more unpopular than President Biden, which is saying a lot right now. Then I asked if Democrats and President Biden are willing to risk potentially putting the general election on the line rather than seeking out possibly a more popular vice presidential candidate. And yes, I do believe that it partly has to do with Democrats not wanting to risk the optics of pushing out the country's first minority woman vice president. Even though, by the way, you could pick another candidate like Val Demings, for example. But our guest disagreed with me, which is the conversation we'd wanted to have, right? But for asking the question, I learned a new word. Misogynoir, sorry, misogynoir, someone who is racist specifically against black women, all for simply asking whether Democrats should consider a different vice presidential candidate. Now, when I appeared on the show, one of the things that I said was, listen, you're a journalist. You have every opportunity and ability to question anything. That's what you get paid to do. However, I didn't feel like he and other mainstream media people are truly reading the room. And when I say reading the room, I mean, why are we having a conversation about Kamala Harris's poll numbers? When voters go to the poll, they're only going to be thinking about Joe Biden. 
They'll be thinking about Joe Biden and what he's done over the last four years. They'll be thinking about Joe Biden and how their economic pocketbooks or wallets have gotten better or worse. They'll be thinking about Joe Biden and all of the domestic issues that he's either promised and delivered on or the things that he fell short about. They'll be thinking about maybe who his opponent is. It's likely that it will be Donald Trump. And so when I think about the two having a potential matchup or a rematch, I think that the obvious candidate for me is Joe Biden. But for some reason, people are fixated on Kamala Harris. And so I call the question, are you fixated on her and her poll numbers because you really want to see her succeed? Or are you really invested in seeing her fail? Are you really invested on seeing her fail and thinking for some odd reason that Joe Biden would ever pick another running mate? To be clear, he won with Kamala. He needs her to win again. Why would you switch your running mate if you were successful the first round? That doesn't make any sense. It didn't make sense for people to say it before. It still doesn't make sense for people to say it now. And it really just feels like a Kamala Harris hate train. That's absolutely what it feels like. It feels like people are being haters. And when I say people, I mean mainstream media, pundits, whomever is out here saying, oh, her poll numbers are low. So when did we ever look at the poll numbers of Mike Pence? Did we ever really consider the poll numbers of Sarah Palin? I don't even remember who John Kerry's running mate was. But you know what? It didn't matter because we weren't going to vote for him. Did we look at the poll numbers of Al Gore when President Clinton was running? Like These are just kind of, to me, these are asinine questions that I'm not going to say they're right. I think this is on both sides. People use to try and discredit Kamala Harris. And so when hosts like Dan Abrams says, it feels like, you know, people are attacking me. Maybe it's because they are. She is the first woman to hold the seat. She's a woman of color. She identifies as black and Indian or South Asian Pacific to be very specific. But Why are we focused so much on her and her poll numbers? I don't get it. I really don't get it. Maybe she does have bad poll numbers. But there again, are we voting for President Biden based upon the poll numbers of his running mate? Her poll numbers are a direct reflection of the job that he's asked her to do. We know vice presidents are not the most sexiest of roles. But we need somebody in that seat to do what needs to be done on behalf of this country. Kamala has been traveling this country, speaking out, particularly on a lot of police brutality issues, a lot of racial issues. She just did a full tour um, of a number of countries on the African continent. She's been sent to the border. She's been asked to address women's rights. Let's cue Roe versus Wade. She is the perfect person position to talk to women. She is the perfect person position to speak to the minority base of voters that make up the Democratic Party. 
And so to suggest that she should not be his running mate, it literally doesn't make sense to me. And quite frankly, I'm offended. I'm offended that anyone would think that she should not continue doing the job that voters put her in the role to do and that the president entrusts her to do. Why are we having this conversation? This should be a non-issue because she's on the ticket. He's running again. He's in his opening video message. He talked about wanting to finish the job, wanting to continue the progress that he's been able to make. And you know what? That includes Kamala Harris. That progress includes her. Regardless of if we like it or not, she is the vice president of these United States and she deserves to continue serving with President Biden. Have they done everything right? Absolutely not. No presidency, no administration has. But to continue to browbeat, have these segments and conversations about why she doesn't work, who changes their running mate in the middle of a race? It hasn't been done in decades. And we should not start right now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Crystal Night Show brought to you by Newsweek. The best way you can support us is to give your five-star review on Apple iTunes and be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcast to The Crystal Night Show. After being a staple in American media for over 90 years, Newsweek now brings you an exceptional lineup of podcasts. The debate. They'll recognize how these policies aren't working. They'll feel the pain and they'll change their behavior. The Josh Hammer Show. Restore the principles and the political paradigms of the American founding. The Crystal Knight Show. Just because officers are black doesn't mean that the policing system still isn't inherently racist. Fast women. Chevy's actually doing really well and Honda's really not. Wow. It's like the opposite of most people's perception of them. It is. The parting shot. Every year when the new nominations are announced, I get this excited, nostalgic feeling, and it brings out that little kid in me who just loved movies. The Royal Report. Harry and Meghan's head of comms has announced they now move forward to their kind of future outside the royal family. Newsweek Podcasts. New episodes drop weekly. Download or listen now at Newsweek.com or wherever you get your podcasts.